I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Bring it up, Jake. Ken Barkley, and you. All right, over the course of the next 60 minutes on the show. All our bets for tonight. We'll talk Lakers and the Pelly Pels in the second of the NBA Cup semis coming up from Vegas. Looking forward to that. Uh, we are currently 45-38 Pacers with just under six minutes to play in the first half of the game. So, on. Unders looking pretty solid. By the way, Lillard just hit another shot. So Dame Dame's starting to heat up a little bit with uh, back-to-back shots here. Hadn't made a shot prior to that, so hopefully Dame will get cooking. Um, but the under looking pretty pretty good right now as uh, Halliburton just drains a wide open three. That's a strong strategy by the Bucks. Let's leave Halliburton open. Indiana out to an eight-point lead in this game. Uh, we'll, we'll keep you updated. Lakers and Pelicans bet still to come. Bets of steel in the National Hockey League still to come. Side total and props for the Steelers and Patriots still to come as well on Thursday Night Football. But for now, let's continue on, Ken, with NFL awards here ahead of Week 14 in the NFL. Two more markets for us to hit, and it is Coach of the Year and Comeback Player of the Year. The current markets at our show sponsor, BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Lions head coach Dan Campbell. Like, who's, It's so funny, like the, the knife edge, right, that all of these things are on. Lions, 21-0 lead. Almost blow it against Derek Carr, Jameis Winston, and the Saints. And instead of blowing it, at the end, they go for it on fourth down and get it. And, like, that's what people are talking about after the game was, oh, he went for it again and they got it. If they don't get it, maybe they lose and, like, blow a 21-0 lead and lose two consecutive games. The first being the Packers on Thanksgiving at home in front of a national audience. But, as such, they got the fourth down conversion. And to the victors go the spoils, and to the victorious coach goes uh, top spot in the coach of the year market at BetMGM. Dan Campbell, 2-1, to one, still the favorite. D'Amico Ryans, after the Texans beat Sean Payton and the Broncos, is now the sole second choice in the market. Ryans, plus 250. Mike McDaniel, all the Dolphins did was drop 45 on the Commanders on Sunday, and 
Could have been more if they didn't pull everybody. McDaniel is four, plus 450. Shane Steichen is 6-1, to one, which I enjoy, having bet him at 14. Shane Steichen is 6. Nick Sirianni, 16. Kyle Shanahan, 17. Sean Payton and Matt LaFleur, both at 20. Matt LaFleur, back from the dead in this market. Kevin O'Connell at 25. And Kevin Stefanski of your Cleveland Browns at 30-1. to one. I have draw. I have chosen to draw the line here. Um, if anyone else can tickles your fancy, please let us know. Analysis, please, of Coach of the Year in the NFL. Uh, I, I think, so last week when we did this, the, the problem was like, okay, you, you have all these appealing candidates. You have all these guys who seem like they can win. But like... The prices are all obviously like pretty low, like six to one, eight to one, three to one, ten to one, and there are five, six games left. And I think we all, no matter what candidate you like, like you maybe like Sean Payton to win, you like Shane Steichen to win, you like Demico Rides to win. Them winning is going to be driven by winning all or most of the games remaining, and it's a really low price for them to win Coach of the Year. These things are obviously like very correlated. That them winning the games and them winning Coach of the Year, and there were so many candidates that seems like well, if they run the table, they got it that like the price the, the appealing prices they've just never been there it's like yeah like D'Amico ryan's can win but like would you pay three to one when like i think he's got to win like four of five to close here or maybe three of five but needs other people to lose that's like that's hard to you're gonna be, bet a low you'd be so much better off just betting the texans every week or if you like shane steichen now that steichen's been bet down so much you'd be better off betting the colts the colts are a dog on sunday you bet steichen at five to one to win coach of the year when they're not gonna win like, they're not likely to just bet them. Bet them this week. <laughs> There's your Shane Steichen bet. Colts money line. Like, there, there it is. And they got it because I think of the, uh, the winner will likely be someone who wins most of the games, if not all of them, down the stretch of the season. So although this is, like, an insanely fun market, it's led to a lot of really fun discussion among, like, NFL writers. I read a couple tweets on the air yesterday just of how people are thinking about it. It's, it's still ultimately just like he who wins the games down the stretch wins the award. And unless you feel like you've got a great read on who that's going to be, like really tough markets have been into at low prices. Like the the coach that is the most likely to win all his games down the stretch is Lafleur. That's the coach who's the most likely to win his games down the stretch. Now, the problem is when he does that, I'll bring up the Packers schedule real quick, but when he does, when he goes 5-0 and uh, to close the season and like, uh, and the, the team finishes 11 and six if he does that. So Giants, Tampa, Carolina, at Minnesota, which is a tough game, and then the Bears at home to close. That's a really advantageous setup. This is one of the reasons why the Packers are a big favorite to make the playoffs now. If he goes 11 and six, is 11 and six, and they would have won eight in a row to close the season, by the way. Is that enough? Where like, if he does that, he wins. If you feel really confident that like an 11 and six, eight in a row Packers team, beats most of the other candidates at nine wins, 10 wins type of season, Texans, Colts, all these teams, then like Lafleur is the price for you. That number might even be better than rolling over the Packers and a lot of these seven point favorite against the Giants on Monday night. But I just, my problem is if he does that, I think it's still close. I think it, I don't even know if he's going to be a finalist if that happens. Is he definitely beating Campbell if Campbell wins all the games but one or wins out? Is he definitely beating Ryans? Is he definitely beating Steichen? Uh, is he definitely beating like Tomlin if Tomlin wins all the games? So this is what I mean, Nick, where it's like, this is really fun. Like it's fun to guess about who's going to win. Sean Payton's still very much alive in the market too, by the way. But like, okay, like what's the bet though? Like what's the, well, the, you know, because to bet a six to one, I have to feel like it should be three to one. Or to bet a 20 to one, I have to be like, it should be 10 to one. I don't feel like any of these prices are like that because now with so few games left, 
they're all very closely tied to the prices are very closely tied to just like the straight game results uh, down the stretch of the season. Um, do you feel like the Kyle Shanahan price at 17 to one, maybe that should be a little shorter. The Niners are going to be favored in all these games. And like, if that could be the one seed in the NFC. And I know like maybe Purdy wins MVP, if that's going to be the case, but if they're going to be rated the way that they are, and this is not even me making the case for Kyle Shanahan. I'm just, I'm playing devil's advocate here just trying to get as much conversation as I can about stuff that I think is interesting, right? If they're going to go 14 and three and they're going to nuke teams down the stretch and they're going to have home field in the NFC playoffs and be widely considered to be the best team and the Super Bowl favorite. What about Kyle Shanahan? Like, is that price right? If all of those things are true. So yeah, you play it out, right? Like, what if everybody wins all their games? Who has the best case, right? We did this with Sirianni when he had one loss. And I was like, I, you know, sorry, everybody. Like, if he wins all the games, he wins. Like, he's going to be 16 and one. Um, I, it's worth noting, I think even just a second loss, I actually think has completely ruined his candidacy. Like, that's how much on a knife edge. This is why you don't bet the great team coach, like ever, in coach of the year. Maybe it happens. Maybe you get the great team, the undefeated team, the one lost team. Maybe you get them and that coach wins tough thing to bet on just the margin for error is zero the entire season and the price is usually never worth making a bet on that uh the Niners won 13 games last season uh a win out schedule for them would be a one game improvement over their record last season there's basically just no historical precedent for that kind of a coach winning and it's we're in a 17 game season so it's like is 14 and 3 the same as 14 and 2 used to be perceived 14 and 2 used to be like you you'd win a lot when you did that um tough to say shanahan's obviously never won the award before he's been a finalist twice including last year and he hasn't won so i think like you know there'll be some support uh would never bet him like a, a one game improvement on you know, with with other appealing candidates out there, I think is is just it's like that's that's an even tougher case to make than the improvement team guys. Fascinating, right? With NFL coach of the year right now and Kyle like, Shanahan. Like who do you think's gonna win? Like who do you think like you hear all that and this we can get really subjective now. Like I, I just I don't think these prices are worth it for people who are interested. Like you're you're basically just uh you're you're gambling more than I like to gamble when I bet awards. You're just gambling that that team's gonna win their games down the stretch. Uh, the perception in the market, I think, is that Ryan's and Steichen are by far the two. Those, I think, those are the two coaches people would like to see win. Like, want to root for their teams to win a lot more than they did last year. Two great stories, teams that weren't supposed to be particularly good. I think people want that to happen. Still got to win the games. They're gonna play in a lot of coin flip games down the stretch of the season. Still have to win them all, and the prices are very short. Um, I like Steichen a lot. Bet him earlier this week. I also, so you brought up like you know. And you did a great job of explaining why this is the case, where even if the Packers went out, finish 11-6, and six, maybe if LaFleur is not even a finalist, just that, I mean, they're, they're a national team. They, 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 they slammed the Giants on Monday night. Of course, it's going to help. Um, Jordan Love is not going to win any awards. Um, no one on the Packers' defense is going to win any awards. Uh, doesn't it... it I mean, maybe just like maybe Brian Gutekunst gets all the credit, like the general manager. And I know I think there is like an executive of the year award that you can't that you can't bet on. But like maybe like Gutekunst just gets a ton of credit. Ken, I I I kind of think Lafleur is going to get a massive amount of credit if they go eleven and six and win out and make the playoffs. I I think he would look maybe not depending on everything else that happens. I have a hard time believing he'd get shut out of at least being a finalist if that's going to be the case. Yeah, I think like he has a good case. It's just like all right, you know, you start to play this game right, and you're like. All right, 11 and 6 Packers versus like 10 and 7 Texans that make the playoffs. 
like that's probably advantage Texans and like the Texans don't have to win every game to get that. Like, and, and if they don't get it, then the Colts probably, they play in the last week of the season. Well, Maybe the well, Colts well, get well, the, well, the let me record. ask you this based off the conversation that we've had previously on the show. So like, if, if you've noticed, we haven't talked about offensive rookie of the year for a couple weeks because the award's right. over. Like CJ Stroud's going to win. We also just did defensive rookie of the year to close last hour. And we said, we think like, well, Anderson might win. We both bet Will Anderson this week. Are the Texans going to win three awards? They go 10 and seven, make the playoffs. It's like a Ryan's and the two rookies are both going to win. And this is not right, me like saying this... they're not. It's like, I think it's just a question right. worth asking. Right. Like this is a conversation we've had off the air where I've said like, are they going to get three awards? And it's unlikely, but I also need to know how many games that like if they win every game the rest of the year. Yeah, they get three. Like they do. Uh, if they win and the Colts lose a lot and the Packers lose once and there's just not another candidate, yeah, like they get three. But I agree with you, like if it's close, like the the Colts and them have the same record, you know, uh, the Broncos win every game the rest of the season, something like that. Like you try to match up coaches where like the profiles are really, really, really similar and there isn't like a runaway candidate. Then yeah, like the fact the Texans get both rookies, I, I think hurts. I think hurts to be Ryan's case, honestly. Just uh, I think they would give it to Steichen or or Peyton or Lafleur or somebody instead because the Texans are getting both rookie awards. Um, so yeah, but to me, like that's a tiebreaker element to this, but it's probably not like the one guiding like force in who's going to win. Um, try to play. I try to play it out like what if all of it goes really well for everybody? Like as much as that's possible, right? Texans make the playoffs, great story. Colts make the playoffs, great story. Packers win all five. Like, I guess the Broncos have to somehow make it in it, whatever. Like who wins? I think Steichen has the tiebreaker over everybody because the perception's gonna be like, how the hell did you do this? Like you have no Gardner Minshew is your you see this 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 is a recent phenomenon but like you know, with them on this winning streak you start to see this a little bit where it's like Ryan's and him like the two improvement coaches and you start to go like all right if we get to the end of the year and it's Stroud and Anderson are rookies of the year and like Steichen's got hurt like Zach Moss and you know like this offensive line and, and you know, they a couple play of edge in week rushers. eighteen they yeah. play in week eighteen in Indy it's and the Indy hosts the game it's funny like you wonder if that game decides it. Or you wonder if, like, it doesn't have to. Like, I mean, you know, like, they could both make it. Like, there's a lot of ways this can play out. It is a, It will be a high-leverage game, obviously, at the end of the year. I think it's one of those things where, look, like, I'm open-minded to a lot of different candidates here. I will say, I didn't bring up Dan Campbell a lot in this conversation. Uh, I think if an improvement coach gets there, now with Campbell having lost to the Packers on Thanksgiving, and it was so high-profile, if an improvement coach gets there, I do think they beat Campbell. McDaniel's a tough case to make. No one's talking about it. And they can win all these games at the end of the year. He could be the one seed in the AFC. Like, he has to be considered, like, live in that he could win. It just seems like everyone so strongly prefers these improvement coaches. Like, the good story. And the good story from a team. So, like, McDaniel's a great story. But the good story from the team standpoint, like, who who did we not see coming? We saw the Dolphins coming. They had a very high win total. Like, we, we got it. They were supposed to be really good. They were. Um, the Lions were supposed to be really good. They were. Nobody thought the Texans were going to be anything. Nobody thought the Colts were going to be anything. Um, and to a lesser extent, nobody thought the Broncos were going to be anything once the season started. So I think those guys will always own kind of that edge over their their contemporaries. My, my last note on this award, and we can do um, comeback player of the year on the other side. So Browns play the Jaguars this weekend. I think both of us like Cleveland to win the game, whether they cover the spread or not, but we think the Browns are going to win the game. Like, we'll favorite. see who plays quarterback for the Jaguars. They're favored yeah. in the game. That would put Cleveland at 8-4, and four, right? With And Joe Flacco's the quarterback now, and Watson's been out for a while, and even when Watson wasn't on IR, he was was not was A, not good, or B, was like playing for a series and then like, leaving the game with a, like a phantom, I don't want to say phantom, but like a mysterious shoulder injury at the time. So 8-4 and four if they win this game, the market says they're going to win. 
they'll be favored next week at home against the Chicago Bears. Like, likely win, right? Let's just say they win those two games. Nine and four at the Texans on Christmas Eve. Like, that's going to be a small spread game. Host Zach Wilson on the Jets on December 28th before closing on the road at Jake Browning and the Cincinnati Bengals. Like, what happens if if the Browns go 12-5 and five with Flacco? Sure. And Watson's been well, out basically be... the whole year. He's 30-1 to so one right now, Stefanski. Right, so Stefanski is the argument here. A, if you like five-team parlay the Browns, it pays less than that probably because they're going to be favored in a bunch of games. But it's like, so again, is that a great price? Maybe, I don't know. Two things that hurt. One, he won the award recently. I think it's always, there's always recency bias. Two, Garrett 100% wins defensive player of the year if that happens, and they already get an award for that. Okay, good stuff on Coach of the Year. On the other side, we'll hit Comeback Player of the Year and start hitting you with all our bets for tonight. NBA, NHL, college hoops, and the NFL. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.